0: When you start to open your heart, that most of the pain that comes up are different aspects of your being. So, your inner child, right? The aspects of your mother, your father, the aspects of, you know, the victim inside of you, all these different pieces in pain that want to be loved. So, what you can do when you, when you want to be what you want to see, you can connect into the deepest part of you, which is that divine presence of love, embody that as the example to show your other internal aspects, what it looks like, right? So they are attracted to that. So that wounded inner child aspect inside of you can be in the presence of your deeper space of love presence. Welcome beautiful beings to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful magical beings. Welcome back to the show and another solo sode here with your host Harrison. Today with the intention as always on these solo sodes to dive into some practical tools, some guidance, from my heart to yours on a powerful cosmic love topic for the new souls joining and we've had a few in the last couple of weeks. These episodes are really designed to give you those tools, give you those tips, give you those practical guidance elements to take you deeper into a lot of the topics we talk about here on the show. We've had, in the last couple of weeks, a lot of, how how can I say, very deep, out there, cosmological, spiritual conversations, and we're definitely going to have a spiritual conversation today, but it's going to be a lot more grounded. What are we talking about? Well, I'm going to get into that in a second, but as a reminder for all of the returning guests and new listeners, please Share this episode out today if it gives you some value. Share it out with a friend, a lover, a family member. Please also head over to Apple and Spotify, leave your feedback and reviews if you have comments and gain some insights. These things help us grow the show. And make sure you listen to the end to get all of the powerful tips and guidance here today. So with that, the topic we're hitting on today is how to open your heart. This is one of the top challenges and questions that beautiful beings, much like yourselves, come to me and ask about when we're either working one on one, in a group, on social media, wherever it is. This question I often get asked. So today, I'm going to be giving my top 10 tips for opening your heart. I'm going to be answering it through the spiritual lens, as I always do here on the show, I'll be talking about boundaries sensitivities, intention versus expectation, and so much more. So stick around and I hope today's conversation from my heart to yours brings you some value that you can take away. Before I get into my first tip on these solo sides, I'd like to share a bit of love from you. The, the reviews that come through on Spotify and Apple are always very helpful. And they help me spread my light, as I mentioned earlier. So today I want to read and highlight all of you through this through this review. This review is from the beautiful Kay. Kay describes this review as a tool in my spiritual backpack. Kay says Harrison's podcasts have been one of my go-to daily tips and and go-tos on my walk. I always seem to find a topic relating to questions I have about spiritual and holistic healing. I stumbled across Harrison when I was first discovering myself spiritually and explored many teachers since then, yet his worldview is one of those I align with, making his podcast an incredible companion. Harrison has also introduced me to some other beautiful creators through his guest slots. I would highly recommend this podcast to anyone who is looking to explore themselves and spiritually spiritually in a loving and nurturing way, because that's what you will feel when you listen to this show. Thank you, my friends, received in my heart space. And when I read these reviews, it reminds me that the intention of this show from the very start was many of those things that Kay pointed out. So I'm happy it's coming across so clearly and lovingly. So with that, let's get in to the core of today's conversation, and let's break down some 10 top spiritual tips to open up your beautiful heart. So before I get to the first one, I'll just add a disclaimer. These tips can apply to you if you're by yourself, right? If you are just a single person that is not in any kind of relationship, this can apply if you are in a romantic relationship with a with another person. It could also apply to your friends, your friendship connection and your family connection. So this is this is just a this tool set you can apply to opening your heart in all directions within your relationship dynamics. So just keep that in mind as we flow through these today. So the first tip here and these aren't in any specific order, these just Channeled through me. So some will resonate more deeply than others, and some might resonate later for you. (laughs) That's the beauty of these tips. These are evergreen, as they say in the biz. So the first one here is allow all to flow. And what I mean by this, the first component of this is really the word surrender. And Your surrender tool can be applied in many situations in life, but when we start to open our hearts in all of the beautiful ways we deserve to, any of us, if you're like me, have a lot of pain in that heart space center. And your first barrier, your first challenge to move through is this pain. And as Joseph Campbell liked to say, the cave that we fear to enter holds the treasures that we seek. So often that pain in the heart is the exact answer. We need to go deeper or open said heart. So the first tip here is we must allow all to flow and how we start to do that is by surrendering through it. This surrendering might also come with another word that is very synonymous with surrender. This allowing all to flow might require you to forgive. And forgiveness is a powerful spiritual practice that we can apply to opening our hearts. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to a lot of my inner child episodes where forgiveness is a big key, a big Role takes a big role within that dynamic and what i mean by forgiveness is not just forgiving external aspects people places and things if you've been abused if you've been traumatized and this is the reason why your heart is closed then learning to forgive those perpetrators remembering that forgiveness is not condoning It is not saying that we are letting that person get away with their actions. We are all responsible for the pain that we inflict on other people. I'll talk about that later when it comes to karma. But when we forgive what we do, especially with an outside person, place or thing, we take our power back. We shift away from the victim archetype and we take our power back. Forgiveness, though, isn't is isn't just always outside elements, though. When we want to allow all to flow and open our hearts, we must also learn to forgive our own internal aspects, our own internal judgment, our own internal shame and guilt, and the stories that we play. For if we are to get to the spiritual foundation of the heart, that spiritual foundation is unconditional in nature. So we must forgive ourselves when we are allowing all to flow. And then finally, when we allow all to flow, when opening our hearts, we also have access and gain access to something called the voidal space, your voidal heart. And without going off into a whole spiritual tangent on this, put simply, your voidal heart, or the voidal space within your heart, is the space in which You are held, it is part of the divine mother, it is part of the divine feminine, it is part of the the womb, it is part of the darkness, the, the, the nurturing darkness. The voidal space is the essence inside of your cosmic heart that holds you, holds you in all that you are. And when we allow all to flow, we gain access to this voidal space. Tip number Two. Moving on from that one. (laughs) Tip number two is remembering within opening your heart that sensitivities are your power. It is often a limiting belief and a mistake to view our sensitivities as a weakness. And when we start to open our hearts, it can be very easy to start to be overwhelmed by all that comes up. And this is okay. This is why, why it takes time and we must pause and reflect and do a lot of the tips that we're going to talk about today. But we must monitor and be mindful of the stories, the beliefs, and the thought forms that play within this sensitivity that moves through us, telling us that it's wrong. As an example, I grew up in a world as a male, (laughs) as a physical male in this incarnation, and I was told as a boy that it is not a masculine trait to be sensitive, to be emotional. And in one view that is technically true from a spiritual lens, Right, the emotional, flowing, feeling characteristics are more of the feminine, divine feminine. But to say I as the physical male expressing my emotions is not me being manly is also wrong. Because as a physical male, I deserve to connect into my divine feminine, to feel my sensitivities, to flow, to feel, and to heal. So, as you are starting to open your heart, it's important to catch these stories and beliefs around your sensitivities and to rewrite them if needed. To see your sensitivities as the gift that they are. To allow them to play themselves out through you. And from a spiritual lens again here, seeing that the sensitivities that awaken in the opening of your heart are also most likely connected to your spiritual gifts. Not just the gift as in a reward, a gift as in your abilities, your spiritual senses. Your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsentience, your channeling, etc. While we are not our emotions, we are not our sensitivities, we are not our feelings, they are a very powerful communicator in which the spirit speaks through the physical form. So, in many ways, our sensitivities are a way in which that spirit speaks through us. So, if we ignore and store and hold down because of stories, then not only does this not allow us to open our hearts, but it also cuts us off from much of our spiritual essence. So, powerful reminder here. Next up, tip number three for opening your heart is learn the difference between boundaries and barriers or walls learning the difference between what a healthy boundary is and what a wall or a barrier is these are two different things right a wall or a barrier implies cutting off implies putting a deep line in the sand in many ways that can start to be good but is very difficult for people to cross and while characteristics of this are vital what we want to learn to do is actually have a boundary instead of a barrier or wall boundaries ideally should be like in my opinion what our cells in our body have as their boundaries as their perimeter a cell boundary is not fixed, it is permeable, right? it is dictated by that which the inner contents of the cell needs or doesn't need. It's constantly adjusting based off the state of the inner terrain. Does this sound familiar at all? So when we are opening our hearts, We must learn that, yes, we need to have boundaries, but that boundary doesn't need to be fixed. It doesn't need to cut people out of our world entirely. This is important because once we start to open our hearts and pain comes through us, we start to release, we start to allow all to flow, we start to be sensitive again, it can be hard for us to interact with other people, and that's normal. We want to be mindful of, again, the story that putting up boundaries means we're cutting people out of our lives and that is not the case. A boundary done correctly is actually a way we can love someone more. It means that we are respecting our love cup, right? I before we, we before all, but also giving ourselves patience and time to then come back to that person and we've filled ourselves up. So it's acknowledging this difference and applying boundaries where needed, but understanding that love can still flow based off what your needs are. I know in my life this has played out significantly and continues. (laughs) <laughs> to play out now, currently, as I start to personally venture out into the world a lot more, and I'm noticing this fix, this 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 shifting and moving through boundaries and walls, and and really learning to hold myself strong in those boundaries, but also understanding that this is still me loving. Next up here, again, just a quick little reminder, I'd really encourage you to, if you're not already, for new people to to the podcast, to the show, really feel these words. Don't just intellectually understand what I'm saying. I would encourage you to do that, but also take these deeper into your heart. You'll feel these in your heart if they hold resonance. So allow that to move through you. As I channel through my words, tip number, here for opening your heart is see love in all if you are a regular listener of the show, this is a tip I like to sprinkle in <laughs> throughout many different topics but put simply, what this means when we are opening our heart, it can be very helpful to see that love isn't just an emotion it isn't just a feeling, it isn't just connection that we feel to another person. Love is the basis and the foundation of reality. Love is a higher power. So why this is important and how this can support us in opening our hearts is it allows us now to call to love as a higher power when things get difficult. Affirmation that I use that if you've If you've listened to the show, if you've worked with me, you've heard me speak about, it is, what would love do? If in a moment of pain, as you open your heart, moves through you, it comes up, you can apply this affirmation. What would it look like if I made my next choice from love? If I called to love as a higher power and stepped forward? As an example, let's say I am opening my heart and some deep anger, resentment, shame moves through me. And initially, it causes me to feel small. I have fear come up around it. I can't have illusions. I have stories at play. In that moment, we can call to love as the higher power that it is and ask ourselves what would love do? Would love continue to stay small? Would love disconnect? Would love ignore? Would love get lost in the fear? Or would love move through with expansion? Would love Open up deeper, would love seek support, would love connect. This is just a general example, but you get the idea. So we can learn to do this within the challenges that come up with opening our hearts, either with ourselves, our friends, our family members, or our lovers. And what this also starts to do, it starts to break the veil of illusion that our beautiful ego mind likes to play with. Often we do not make a choice because we get stuck in that illusion. Most of that illusion can break down to fear and we think that that is reality. But ultimately, it is not true in my experience. The reality is this high power of love. So when we invoke and ask what would love do and we see love in all... That in itself aligns us to the base state of what reality actually is, breaking through that illusion, and you feel it in your body, right? I would ask you when you when you do this practice, just notice how you feel. When you are stuck in that illusion, stuck in that fear, stuck in that pain, how does that make you feel? Do you feel open? Do you feel expansive? Do you feel abundant? Do you feel full of potential? Or do you feel tight? Do you feel small? Do you feel restricted? Do you feel do you feel tense? There's no judgment on these feelings, but what it tells you is that that is not that is not the easiest path to be taking. So apply this into opening your heart. Next up, and it's interesting just to reflect here for a second. I didn't put these in any order, but I have noticed. As I'm reading them now back to you. <laughs> These are getting deeper <laughs> as I continue. So stick with me. And I've 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 unintentionally planned this, or maybe intentionally, just based off how I channeled it, but seemingly unintentionally planned this flow of this episode to really help you. So we've started off higher higher level and we go going deeper. Next up here, tip number five for opening your heart is Removing time. So, if you have listened to my manifesting episodes, which, if you haven't, I'd recommend you go back and tune into, I'll put them in the show notes. But I've mentioned when it comes to time within our heart, we have to realize, again, from a spiritual lens, that the time that is in our heart is not linear. Time that is in our heart is is only the present. The past and the future are folding into the present within the heart. So when we go deeper into our hearts and we want to open it, we must remember that if we are getting lost in time, i.e. feeling pressure to do something, i.e. keeping score of ourselves based off what we have or haven't done, then that is an illusion. There is no pressure on you. There is no score being kept. You are not being judged. And the rate in which you open your heart could be a couple seconds, could be a couple hours, could be days, weeks, years. It does not matter. So if you're getting stuck in a story as you open your heart that you need to do this in a certain time frame, that time frame is an illusion putting it very simple, to extend this and make this even more clear. This is why as the soul that you are lives in multiple incarnations and has multiple lives, meaning let's just say that for whatever reason you are unable to open your heart for your entire existence of this lifetime here on this planet right now it would still not have any pressure, expectation or score on you because then you would just come back and that would be part of your next life's mission. So it's allowing ourselves to release this pressure of time and expectation, which I'll remember that word and I'll come back to that in the next tip. But multiple lives really highlights this and allows you to remove this time when opening your heart. The other component here with removing time and opening your heart is the understanding of karma. And put simply, karma is either balanced or unbalanced energy, resolved or unresolved energy. There's not a score. It is not a bad or good. It's just energy. And when we are removing time, We can actually look at the karma that is in us. So looking at, as I open my heart, what karma is coming up that is unresolved for me to see. What's for me to feel, for me to bring back into balance. And without going off into a whole karma conversation, the easiest way to bring unresolved karma into balance is through love. So which goes back to that tip number four. Right. See, love in all, what would love do? If you continue to ask that affirmation, use that affirmation, what would love do? That is the easiest way to resolve karma. Because why is karma unresolved? It's because it's in separation, it's in fear, it's in pain, it's in illusion, it's in trauma. How do we fix all of those things? With love, with unity, with connection. So remove time and in these spiritual understandings of karma and multiple lives and that will really help you do that and again go back and listen to my manifesting episodes as i go deep into that within that within those conversations as well tip number six here and this is a big one this tip applies not just to opening your heart but a lot of the spiritual exploration you will take into your heart in general. And it is learning difference between intention versus expectation. When we start to open our heart, it is very easy for us to expect it to go a certain way. For example, you could be listening to this episode and using one of these tips... You've listened, you've written things down, you've felt, and then you go into a meditation or wherever you will implement these tips. And based off what I say, you will expect it to go a certain way. And while most of that is beautiful, and I'm honored that you would do that, <laughs> we actually don't want to do it in that exact way. Because what you are doing, even with the best love behind you. You are placing yourself in a box. You are doing A plus B to equal C. And what that is doing at a higher level is it's closing you off to what? The unexpected. The unexpected solution that you actually need. So a better way to do that process, that example that I just gave you of listening to my tips, going sitting down in meditation, doing the thing, is instead of expecting it to go exactly how Harrison is saying, you set an open-ended intention. So what does that mean? What does that look like? So again, using our example, you could set the intention of, I'm going to listen to Harrison. I'm going to apply his tips. And my intention is that whatever happens when I do said tips, I am open to however it appears to me or however it unravels to me, or I am open to my highest good showing itself from those steps. I hope that's clear and you notice the difference. So you're still doing the things, but you are allowing yourself to be open to the unexpected. For it to reveal itself and give an answer to you that is not what you currently understand. Because in reality, we do not know what we don't know. So when we are in a belief system, a belief system is inherently closed. So it's very easy for us, mostly unconsciously, to box ourselves in and not allow the actual answer to flow in. So an intention here with opening your heart is what is needed. An open-ended intention. And last thing i'll say on this tip a reminder that no answer is an answer that's a big one (laughs) that is a common trap that we can fall into when we are setting and doing these spiritual practices within opening your heart you might do all the things and then nothing happens and we can feel like we've failed we can feel like we haven't done the thing but no answer can be just as valuable as an answer. And as just an example of this, look at how you feel in that non-answer. Do you feel angry? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel shameful? In your in your taking away of not getting an answer, there is actually an answer there, but you aren't seeing it because you think you failed. So remember that. Intention versus expectation. Tip. Number seven, opening up your heart is asking for spiritual support. And what I mean by this is not just asking for spiritual support from a mentor, a guide, a coach like myself, for example. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is asking for spiritual support in the non-physical. Our heart is an antenna. Our heart portal, especially when we start to open our heart portal, is an antenna. It attracts, It is. it holds a frequency, and it is a gateway to non-ordinary reality. And what I mean by this is that we are surrounded by angels, guides, ancestors, spirit animals, Ascended masters, and on and on. They are always there. They are there around us in the multiplicity of their nature. What is the differentiating factor for us connecting to them for any specific challenge, such as opening your heart, is our willingness, our openness to reach out to them for said support. So, Use this opening your heart challenge, this objective, to ask for that support, to receive from them, to receive angelic guidance, to receive ancestral healing, to receive totem animal inspiration. Because this pain in your heart, as you start to open it, is an antenna for them. I've shared this on multiple episodes, but as an example of this, in the field of parapsychology which is the study of paranormal spiritual uh gifts and, and and events and and practitioners right they've actually shown that when people are in pain when they go through specific painful internal experiences in studies they've done they've brought in clairvoyants that can see entities and angels and guides and they've been looking at those, uh, at those subjects that are going through pain. And in those moments of pain, all of their guides, all of the angels, all of their spiritual support team shows up in that moment more so than normal, more so in the non-painful experiences. So what does this highlight? This highlights that when you are going through the pain of opening your heart, that is the moment to ask for this kind of support. They respect free will. So step into it. Remember this power. And I'll put a, because it's coming through me in this moment, I'll put a, in the show notes again, I'll put another uh, calling using spiritual, using your spiritual support team, guides, angels, ancestors, I did an episode on that. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. If you go back to and listen to, to understand all of this. Tip number eight, a few more here. Thank you for sticking with me. Hope this is opening that heart, even just by listening. Tip number eight, is be what you want to see, be what you want to see. And this, again, comes back to the manifesting idea of opening your heart. This comes back to specifically opening your heart in the context of a relationship with another person. And what I mean by this is I had a beautiful question come through yesterday from uh, one of you in the community, and the question was if I'm in a relationship with my boyfriend, how can I open his heart? How can I help him to open his beautiful heart space? And the answer that came through, and this is what I'm sharing with you now, is for you to first open yours, or specifically to do the thing that you want to see in them. Because it's so easy for us to think that we need to Fix them. It's so easy for us to think that we need to change them, do all the things to impact them. And while this may bring short term shifts in the long term, it causes challenge. So, what is the inverse? What is the reverse of this? The reverse is changing you. So, you become the example, you become the ripple, you become the light that they can then see and embody themselves. They can use their free will to action on, and feel you, see you, to, be, to then be the example of what they could possibly do. So when you're looking to open your heart, especially in a relationship, and there are certain characteristics that you would wish to see in yourself, or specifically to see in your partner, then start to create that internally, even if it's foreign to you. This is why we we have a creative mind. This is where our mind can be really supportive to us. That creation energy can help us really start to visualize what that state is. So for example, if I want to open my heart, but in that opening, I want to feel deeper sense of pleasure, then you don't need to guess what that pleasure feels like. You've probably felt that pleasure before at some point. So create that in the moment. And be that feeling now so it starts to go deeper into your being and it inspires the person outside of you to do the same. So this is really a self-love tip here. This is really a put yourself first so you can help other people. This is a fill your cup up. So, and I would, let's take this deeper here. Remember that your internal being is a group consciousness. So there are many aspects inside of you. So what i mean by this is when you start to open your heart that most of the pain that comes up are different aspects of your being so your inner child right the aspects of your mother your father the aspects of you know the victim inside of you all these different pieces in pain that want to be loved so what you can do when you, when you want to be what you want to see you can connect into the deepest part of you which is that divine presence of love embodied that as the example to show your other internal aspects what it looks like. So they are attracted to that. So that wounded inner child aspect inside of you can be in the presence of your deeper space of love presence. I have a a episode coming up talking about family uh, internal family systems where it really breaks down this internal group. I've also done a a podcast in the past, which I'd go, which I, again I'll put in the show notes, talking about family constellations. It's a it's different names for the same concept of this internal group that we can interact with. So apply this tip: be what you want to see to your internal group in opening your heart. Flowing on beautifully from that point, tip number nine in opening your heart is hold space for all aspects. So what this means is when we start to open our heart and our wounded inner child comes up, right, or that traumatized teenager comes up that had a bad relationship, your role for all of those pieces of you, if you want to open your heart more, is to hold loving space for all of what you are. One of my favorite affirmations to share with clients that I'll share with you here now is I am all that I am. I am all that I am, right, given to me by one of my beautiful mentors, uh, the loving Ishtar, who was on the show recently. This affirmation really highlights that when parts of you come up in the opening of your heart, your one role is to hold space for them, to hold them like the child, right, to allow them to move through you, not to judge, not to shame, not to push against, not to Add anger to the anger, add guilt to the guilt. No, your role is to hold space for all aspects, to love them equally, and to be all that you are in the highs and the lows. Because if you can do this, then you go deeper into your love, deeper into your heart. I hope this one hits you deeply because this is a, if you take one thing from this show today, I hope you take many things. If you take one thing, it's definitely this tip. Holding yourself in all that you are. Because that is what it really means to love ourselves unconditionally. That is what it means to hold the child, to see them, to feel them. To embrace every aspect of what they are. All of the painful pieces. And tip number 10 here. Wrapping all of this up. Is find quiet time. So I put this last here because all of these tips from allowing all to flow to embracing your sensitivities to removing time to see love in all to connecting to spiritual support, all of them is very hard to do when you are always doing, always moving, always in loudness, in the loudness of life. So you must create intentional time to open your heart in quietness in silence this is so important because it is in the silence it is in the quietness and just to make this super practical this is could be meditation it could be breath work it could be holding a yin yoga pose it could be you know walking out in nature whatever your quiet time is but it is in this quiet time we actually allow all of that is inside of us to come up in the present moment. Because it is in the now of the silence that our heart starts to open deeper. And we start to realize that our inner journey is the deepest of all. We can spend so much time getting lost in the external journey, in the external doing of all the things, and I'm right there with you. But if we're not intentionally creating quiet time to go within, to do all of these tips that we've talked about today, then it's going to be very hard for us to open our hearts. When I say to you that my spiritual expansion and awakening has has exponentially deepened and soared into the clouds just from the intentional time of sitting on my bed, on my pillow for 40 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, you know, whatever I can create in the day, when I say to you that that has been the most impactful choice, practical tip that I've implemented, I would be, I could never, I could never state the importance of that. Again, if you take anything, if it's not that other tip, if it's this tip, because just this quiet time, and I'll say this for all of you listening, because I can already see, hear it. Through the field. Yes, Harrison, but I just can't stop thinking. Yes, Harrison, I just can't quiet my mind. Yes, Harrison, I just can't sit still. And I would first say to you one, you're normal. And two, this is the skill. This is the building of the muscle. Meditation is no different to anything else. You're not going to sit on your mat and immediately awaken your heart or connect to your divinity. Maybe. Maybe that's you in this lifetime. But if you're like me, it takes practice. It takes devotion to self. So beautiful beings, that are, those are my 10 tips. I hope they brought you guidance today. I hope they will allow you to open your beautiful heart space. And you've probably opened your heart to a degree just by listening to me today. So thank you for creating this time to listen to my voice. right? Because that in itself is devotion to self. So, I see you and I I acknowledge you. However, as I always do on these solo sodes, I'm going to encourage you to take this further. Don't just listen today. Start to implement these tools. Take inspired action on what you are hearing and feeling today. Try all of these tips out or one of these tips, whatever it is, and let me know how you go. Share with me your thoughts, your questions, your comments, either in reviews feedback on Spotify and Apple, you can also reach out to me on social. I try to be quite responsive and interactive with all of you as as much as I can. Remembering that if you need extra help, support and guidance with any of these things, this is what my coaching is for my one-on-one coaching. So please feel free to reach out to me and I can see if I have slots available and we can talk about what that looks like to go deeper with any of these tips. But with that, beautiful beings. I look forward to seeing how these unravel in your life. Until next time here on the show, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, and a lover if this gave you value and if you feel I can give them value. But regardless, I love you unconditionally and I'll see you all again very soon. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma, spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, Free From Bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an ElectraCast production.